the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. It is time for another edition of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. And here he is. I mean, it looks like you're a little bit full from Thanksgiving dinner. I'm still full. <laughs> well, good morning, of, Chris. Yep. Fridge full of leftovers. How about you? <laughs> sure, sure. Absolutely. Well, good morning and happy Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, yeah. It's been an awesome time. What did you guys end up doing? Oh, we, we actually went out of town real quick, came back, uh, saw a lot of family. So it was very good. Yeah, did, very, what very traditional good. Thanksgiving kind of stuff did you do? Did you get to the stuffing and the cranberry sauce? And- Yes, we had uh, all of that. I I had uh, pretty much everything except one little corn dish, um, but uh, it was good. Okay. Yeah, I had a I had a plate of dessert as well. Yeah, you got to nice. do it like that, right? You Sampling have... little pieces of a lot of things. Yep, yep. Well, so awesome. It's all good. How about you? Did oh you have yeah. Good time. Oh yeah, de- definitely. You know, this is the one time of year that you don't really mind eating a lot, so it's it's okay. It was the good. one time a year. Yeah, okay. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're looking at me, uh, and you're I saying, like hmm, I think you've eaten a little bit more than that. <laughs> no, not at all. You look good. You look good. Yeah, so. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal's show here. I'd like to continue to welcome our, our longtime listeners on WAVA in the Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Virginia area, as well as our new listeners on Sirius XM Family Talk, Channel 131 nationwide, border-to-border, and coast-to-coast, live, call-in, biblically-based financial planning talk show. Give us a ring with any of your financial planning questions. If you have questions on estate planning, your 401K, retirement, stocks, bonds, annuities, insurance, whatever it may be, give us a call today at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. I've been talking a lot about uh, you know, our website, we have this new link on there. It's called Return on Life. And many, many people all across the country have gone to the website, LarryRosenthal.com. Again, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the button there on the first page called Return on Life. And that's going to give you like a two, maybe three minute little survey with little slide bars and buttons to push 
on on how important money is to you and where you are in relation to time at work, time with family, and things like that. It really gives you some insight into what what you know what you're driving towards. So go check it out. Return on life. It's free. We'll send you out a report on it, and then another link to do another one. It's kind of a lot of fun. Uh, so check it out there. I always start the show off, Chris. You know, each week with what happened in the markets and the economy, and trying to take a look down the corn down the street and around the corner a little bit, if you will, when it comes to the the, the markets and economy to help people get some information. And and uh, you know, the markets have been trading. Uh, very strong this year, no doubt about it. You know, S and P's up over twenty some percent, and and uh, things look pretty good. Low inflation, low taxes, low interest rates, um, uh, rising wages, uh, higher than inflation for the first time in, in I, I think it's nearly a decade now, which is wonderful. And we take a look here at where we are as far as valuations go. Market seems to be fully valued, not overpriced by any means at all. And then we turn our, our attentions towards trade, you know, geopolitical issues around the globe, because the, the market does move a little bit on trade talk. And this past week, it, it looks like uh, China and the U.S. have agreed to, to push forward a little bit further down the road into sort of a phase one deal. Uh, which is, is kind of neat. neat. You know, both sides appear to, to seek a more complete deal uh, versus a, a smaller deal, which is kind of interesting. You know, you, and, and, and you have to take that with a grain of salt. You know, how big was the first proposal versus how small was the last talks, you know, and, and somewhere like that. But we'll see how it, how it plays out. Uh, you know, but they, it seems to be that they're more cooperative towards a, a little bit bigger of a deal than what people had anticipated just a couple of weeks ago because of the, the difficulties of making progress, um, you know, with with things. You know, President Trump's going to have to start paying attention to his election, although he seems to be able to do many things at the same time. So <laughs> yes, he does. we'll see. But on the economic front, <clears throat> some really good news. The U.S. economy uh, expanded in, in the third quarter. Instead of it being 1.9% of GDP, it's been revised upward at 21 which is wonderful news. Uh, you know, that's slower than the rate in in the first quarter of the year, which was a 3.1 uh, printing. But, you know, st- things still look pretty good, and, and expansion uh, continues. So uh, some news on the Fed front. Jerome Powell basically said, you know, hey, things are kind of nice where they are right now. He expects to not have to make any, any sudden moves in, in interest rate policy, which is good. It gives clarity of direction for businesses, which is always a wonderful thing. The markets love that. And he says that, you know, where policy is right now, he feels that inflation can creep in a little bit, just enough to keep the economy continuing to move and, and keep the the gears of the economy greased, if you will. So all in all, things look pretty good, you know, coming out of this Thanksgiving weekend. So it's awesome. Um, and I also heard that there's quite a bit in the retail that's doing. They're considering it to be a great year so far with like this, you know, the Friday, the Black Friday and stuff. Yep, yep. We'll see how it all plays out here uh, this this coming week and Cyber Monday coming up, yep. and you know, all kinds of things. So. Uh, yeah, my, my kids reminded me about all that. So. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very, very good. So, hey, again, go check out the website, LarryRosenthal.com, and click on that Return on Life button and, and check out that little survey there. I think you'll get a, get a good kick out of it. You know, Chris, every year we're, we're, uh, we're, we have uh, an opportunity uh, to bring in someone into the, into the studio and, and – um, 
well, we could do that whenever we want, but but uh, we're we're very well blessed this year to have a good friend of ours, Denny Glusco. He's the pastor for Joe Gibbs Youth for Tomorrow in Bristow, Virginia, which is a home for uh, at-risk teens, both boys and girls. And you should check out that website, youthfortomorrow.org, there in Virginia. Uh, you know, Coach Gibbs just done a wonderful job there. Uh, you know, taking care of, of kids that are at risk in their teenage years, and, and check out their website there, uh, youthfortomorrow.org. But anyway, we've got uh, Pastor Denny Glusco with us here, who who just you know he he's he's uh, he he just he reminds really, us what life is about. Yes, he? exactly. I yeah. just you know can't describe our friendship. It's yeah. just absolutely wonderful, and got a lot of respect for him. And anyway, we've invited him in the studio this Thanksgiving weekend, and just to sort of give us you know something to be thankful for. You know, a lot of times we're all talking about thankful for you know the new tennis shoes and <laughs> and just all the different things that that people are thankful for worldly wise. Yeah. But let's focus on what's really important, and that is our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and take a good look there. So, you know, I want to go ahead and just bring Denny in. And, and uh, you know, Chris, maybe you can uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, jump in here. And, and uh, you know, so I appreciate it. So I want to just, you know, uh, okay. get him get him rolling here. Here's Denny. Well, good morning, Larry. Uh, the Lord bless you and your precious family. And I trust that uh, you folks had a, a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration. And I just wanted to say thank you for the, uh, the humble privilege to share for a few moments this morning with your radio audience the living word of uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you may recall uh, a little while back you and I were talking about uh, uh, words in the Bible, and the one that came up was that word giving or, or gave or, you know, the derivatives of that word giving. And uh, I find that there's probably around 1,500 times, depending on the translation that one uses, that you find uh, a giving or, again, the derivative of that word in the scriptures. But, you know, in searching this, uh, I find that there's a very uh, unique word as its companion, and that word is gift or gifts. And uh, it itself is, uh, appears well over 100 times in the scriptures. Uh, but when you begin to think about those words, uh, giving or, or uh, how God gave or uh, how the gifts that he's given, I, I tend to think sometimes we think of the word gift right beside it. Uh, a gift something that is of value, something that is usable by the one whom uh, is going to receive that gift. And certainly we are coming into a, uh, uh, a season of the celebration of the Savior's birth and that Christmas season and uh, uh, truly the greatest gift the Father has given to mankind is the uh, uh, precious uh, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, his one and only Son. So in the midst of this season that we're coming into, <clears throat> we find that gifts uh, that not only are we to give, but we are to receive uh, those gifts. And, and I, I believe that gift giving and gift receiving uh, does play an important part in an individual's life. As a matter of fact, maybe except for a rare occasion, uh, I know of no one that does not delight in receiving a gift from someone else. You know, you think of uh, uh, birthdays, you think of anniversaries and graduations and special occasions and special moments that we celebrate in our lives and in the lives of others throughout the year. Giving and receiving gifts 
uh, truly is an important part of an individual's life. And those types of gifts that one receives, however, I think are most likely to be used for their own personal use, if you will, for their own enjoyment and benefit. So you see that the, uh, the gift that we give to another, it costs them nothing for that gift that they receive. That gift is entirely free to them, and in most cases, no strings attached. And all they have to do with the gift that's given to them is to open that gift and to put that gift into use for their own benefit. However, when you begin to look at God's word in regards to the word giving and the word gifts, you find that the precious word of Almighty God, that word give and its related words, speaks not only to a gift that's given, but a free gift that is given. And that free gift that's given certainly has been paid for by the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. You realize that one who receives that free gift, and they use it personally for their own benefit, and that certainly uh, enables them to, uh, to grow in Christ, uh, to bear fruit in Jesus Christ, and it's certainly to be uh, used uh, of them to enhance that personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. But there's another part of that, that it no longer just becomes a gift for them. But it's now a gift that they are to pass on what they have received uh, in their, their, their day of salvation is that, that great gift of God. Uh, that he's given to us through his son. That gift, we should be excited. We should, as a matter of fact, we should be ecstatic about going and sharing what sometimes is called the bread of life with others uh, whom we come in contact with. We need to remember that freely we have been given that gift, and the scripture calls us then freely to give. Uh, take a moment and, and listen with me uh, some of the verses of Scripture that deal with uh, how God the Father gave to you and I through his one and only Son, Jesus Christ. Certainly one of the most notable is, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And in 1 Corinthians 15 and 57, but thanks be to God. He gave us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And one of my favorite verses of Scripture is uh, in the Gospel of John 1 and 12. To as many who have received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You know, I think sometimes uh, uh, in this world we have all kinds of titles, doctors, lawyers, um, engineers, uh, laborers, uh, housewives. We have all these titles, but I cannot think of a greater title for anyone to have than that of a child of God. So we look uh, uh, clearly here that what the Father has given to us freely through the Son is eternal life. It is salvation. It is that blessing of being born again. However you wish to express the new life in Christ that one receives by God's grace through faith, believing 
and receiving what Jesus Christ has done for us through his death on the cross of Calvary, his burial in a borrowed tomb, no less, and his resurrection from that tomb in which he was buried. In short, he's given us the gospel of Jesus Christ, and he's given it to a lost and a dying world. And certainly that's because of the sin that separated us from God. But thanks be to God, he gave us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? The Bible makes it very clear that today, this day, is a day of salvation. It's this moment in life that you and I have on this earth that we should be so blessed to share the love of Almighty God through Jesus Christ with others. You see, the next moment of life, you and I may be experiencing what the Lord says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I don't want to miss that opportunity until that point in life. I don't want to miss the blessing and the privilege of being able to share Jesus Christ with someone. Remember, someone shared Jesus Christ with you, maybe verbally, maybe you heard it. On, uh, on a TV program, but you've heard the word of God, or maybe you were even cracking open the word of God and there the spirit of God spoke to you through the written word. So you and I don't have to look uh, to go to some mall or, or some place uh, to go shopping for this, this word of the living God. That has been given to us by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It's been given to us through the person of Jesus Christ. So today is that day of salvation. Now is the moment for you and I, as his ambassadors of the gospel, to give the gift of salvation that we have received. Don't hesitate. Sometimes we decide, should we or should we not? I believe that we should never hesitate. You and I may be the, the one that the Lord has chosen and has sent at that very instant of time to share with that individual the words of eternal life that God has given. <clears throat> now, you know, you look at this and you, you look at the scriptures and it seems like a long time has passed since in Genesis uh, of the uh, when the world began, before the Father sent his Son. You think thousands of years have gone by and, and the promise was given Genesis and, and, and ages have passed and, and finally, finally, Jesus Christ arrived uh, on the scene of this world. So God's timing is perfect. As a matter of fact, it says in the book of Galatians regarding that length of time from Genesis to the advent of Jesus Christ, it says, but when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. Because you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And since you are a son, God has made you also an heir. And listen to uh, God's word out of uh, uh, the book of Romans in chapter 5, verse 6 and verse 8 in particular. Here's what God says. You see, just at the right time, 
when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. And in verse 8, it says, God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So you see, the timing of God is absolutely, totally perfect. He's never too early. He's never too late. He's always on time. Just at the right time, he gave his son, Jesus Christ. So we see that eternal life, that that Almighty God has given us, is forever. It's never to cease for those who have truly turned from sin and believed upon the name of Jesus Christ and have received him as their personal Lord and Savior. Nothing, nothing in all creation can separate you and I from the eternal love that God has given us through his Son. Nothing can separate you from that unconditional love of the Father. So let's certainly remember those special moments in life. Those birthdays, those weddings, that graduation, certainly the Christmas and the celebration of the Savior's birth, and other dates that are, are special moments that take place in our lives and the lives of others. Remember to give that gift for those times. For it is a blessing to give as well as a blessing to receive. And don't forget those days and those special moments. However, the most important moment in life is that moment that a person hears the word of life, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit explodes the truth of the gospel into their spiritual heart and they receive Jesus into their life as their personal Lord and Savior. That moment in time is an everlasting moment that is celebrated, I believe, forever and ever. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. Therefore, you and I as ambassadors of Christ, we are to be ready in season and out of season to give account of that gospel of Christ the gospel of Christ is for now. It is for this day. It is for the day of salvation. Now, let me give you a few words of encouragement out of God's word. For those of us who know Jesus Christ, listen what the Bible says. Sometimes we think that it's difficult to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we're not sure what to say. And, and, and sometimes we get almost to the point that, that we don't know how to say it. But listen to what God says. We should never be ashamed of that gospel. Romans 1.16 says that I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, first for the Jew and then for the Gentile. And may you and I know how Jesus Christ, as a, who, who know Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, may you and I Pray what Paul prayed and asked for in Ephesians 6, 19 and 20. This is Paul, the apostle, the man who, who, who many relate to as, as the greatest teacher, the greatest apostle in the history, I guess, of Christianity. But listen to what he says, because this is the way I pray. Paul says in Ephesians 6, 19 and 20, pray also for me that when I open my mouth, words will be given me that I will fearlessly make known 
the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. And he goes on to say, pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Freely, you and I have been given. And freely, let us give to others who do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And to our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, the Bible says, let no debt remain outstanding except except the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. You know, I don't know where you may be in your personal walk with Jesus Christ. But I do know this, that God so loved you that he gave his life for you. And if I have anything to share that is of value, it's what God has given to me personally as an individual. And that is by his grace through faith, he has given me eternal life, never to be taken away from me. So again, I don't know where your heart is, but if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, may this be your day to receive Christ into your being. You know, there was a little old song that I learned long, long time ago. And it was a long time before I gave my life to Christ after that. 39 years passed, but I never forgot that little song. And I learned it in a Methodist church, and it went a little bit like this. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today. Come in to stay. <clears throat> Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. So I pray that this day, you can say to Jesus Christ, thank you. Thank you for your shedding of your blood on the cross of Calvary. Thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Lord, I ask you into my life. Come and indwell me, Holy Spirit, that I might live a life that is pleasing to you, that I may grow in Christ, that I may bear the fruit that God desires for me to bear, and that I might be the next one to say to someone else, let me tell you about Jesus Christ. So we thank you, Father, for loving us the way you do. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And we would ask that Jesus Christ, who has given his life for us, that Christ, we honor you in everything we say and everything we do. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Larry, I just want to say thank you for the privilege of uh, spending a few moments uh, with folks uh, in your radio audience. And may God's grace be upon you and your family and the ministry of uh, um, what he has given you here in this community, that you would be honored as God honors you. So thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for Larry. You bless him and keep him in Christ's name. Amen. Well, amen, and what a what a wonderful uh, opportunity to listen to Danny Glesko. Every time he's in the studio, we, we really appreciate him. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Denny. God bless you. Awesome. Well, Chris, let's, uh, I think we've got to take a quick break here. Yep, let's take a break, and I guess we'll bring in some uh, Christmas spirit this time around with a break. How does that sound? You told me we wanted some music we need to, to bring it in. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. We'll be back with more in a minute. 
outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. You are listening to Making Money Sense Live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around 500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the, the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703 201 2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. Now nationwide and coast to coast from sea to shining sea, call now. 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Live from the nation's capital, this is the Larry Rosenthal Show. So, Larry, it's probably uh, there's probably a lot of people in the country that are saying, "Please don't play that song." <laughs> they got a lot of snow, you know. It's, it's, it's been kind of rough <laughs> well, on some folks in the country. Apparently, there's going to be a snowstorm coming coming yeah, here soon, right? That's what I hear. There's a lot of snow around the country right now, so yeah, it's okay. It's like nice white stuff for Christmas. Hopefully, it'll stick around. There's those that like it and those that don't, you know. And uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is what it is, right? So just be safe and warm and, and uh, you know, go from there. Just roll with it, I guess. So uh, Anyway, hey, you know, Chris, each time this year, all the surveys start coming out, all the numbers and surveys and things like that and dealing with savings and investments and rate of returns and who thinks gonna what's going to happen next year and, and just all that. And it's always fun for me to sort of watch it and, and see and so I started pulling up some some numbers this week here. You know, it's just stuff just flies by my desk every week on on surveys and you know, Institute of International Finance and Congressional Budget Office and and all different all different places. And so when you take a look at these surveys, some of them are pretty good and some of them are well, I mean the surveys themselves whatever, but you know, some of the numbers that they're trying to talk about are pretty good and some of the numbers they're trying to talk about, you know, aren't so good. Uh, here's one on college funding. You know, college funding is is um, obviously it's in the news and and all the time. You know, it's one of the biggest debts that that our our, our, our you know young adults have in this country. For that matter, a lot of adults, uh, a lot a lot of parents and grandparents are, are signing up as well um, to help kids get through college. But if if a child was born in 2019, they're going to go to college probably between the years 2037 and 2041. If the child were to attend a four-year public school, okay, the average public 
school, uh, you know, in today's prices, what's it going to be like down the road when they go to attend the college in 2037 through 2041? And if you run out the inflation, which is actually a lower number than what I've seen, they're talking about 5.3% each year, okay, which is usually, it's usually around 6 or 7. But anyway, here's what this, this number says. This is the college board. Uh, that you're looking at a, an average state tuition of about $59,747 a year down the road there. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it gets to be, um, you know. Small a, fortune is what it gets to be. It, it's really expensive. Yes, yes, that that's exactly right, you know. And when, when somebody's born, you know, 18 years later, you know, it's about 216 months down the road until they go to college. Uh, when, when you take a look at it. So the question then becomes, you know, what what's going to happen with college funding? Is it going to continue? Is is it going to take another form? I know there's a lot in the politics right now talking about all of that and this show's about. But my point is that, you know, we, we as, as we age through our timeline in life, working inside of a financial plan, and we'll be talking about that a little bit more in a moment as well, we need to take into account these – you know, longevity, which is wonderful, living longer in our 80s and 90s, right? And, and you know, how is our money going to last? How is it going to, you know, what, how is it going to plan out? A lot of people now, you know, there's, there's a survey out also, which got me thinking about putting all these surveys together in sort of a timeline of a financial plan for people. You know, uh, this is done by Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies, and this was survey was done. This is the latest data. It was done in the fourth quarter of 2018, so it's a year old. But they were saying that 31% of over 3,000 women that were surveyed here said that they had to take time off, uh, sick days, vacation days, uh, in order to be a caregiver for some for a friend wow. or a family member in their in their life. And so you're you're seeing this more and more. You're seeing people having to take time off to help, you know, somebody who's injured or somebody who's 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 elderly, right? How do you put that into your financial plan? And then that that packs it all down into sort of the sandwich generation, which we've talked about here on the show uh, several times. I've talked about that on in, in, in speaking speaking places that I've that I've gone to. You know, when I when I teach other financial advisors, you know, a lot of people know I, I go around the country and I and I'll teach other financial advisors different things like this. Uh, you know, but the sandwich generation in looking at your overall financial plan, you know, you're retired and you're still having to help maybe support an adult child who's who's left the home but still tied, you know, financially uh, to, to your household a little bit from time to time, as well as taking care of, of aging parents in retirement years, you know, sort of packing all that in, in into that sandwich generation. And so you, 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 you crunch all that together, you're looking at this time horizon of, you know, how are we going to plan for all of this in our financial plan? And, and by the way, you can go hit, uh, hit our website, LarryRosenthal.com, and right on the first page there is a, it's about a 90-second video of the way a financial plan should really look. Uh, while you're there, sign up for our newsletter. We'll be happy to send you out information like this. Like us and follow us on Facebook as well. But then you, you, you turn and you take another look at, at a, a survey through uh, Northwestern Mutual in, in 2019 for planning and, and progress study, they called it. And basically, the the bottom line here is that 22% of of working Americans say that they they haven't saved enough to retire at age 65. 
Now, you take a look at that number and you go, wow, that, that that's kind of a big number, 22% of people. Well, you know what? That's down from other surveys that I've seen, which is great news, right? Uh, so, so it tells me people are making progress in these ways. And one of the biggest – I want to wrap this up here real quick. One of the, the biggest financial blind spots or financial questions that are not asked that people overlook all the time when it comes to – putting together your sort of timeline of your financial plan, putting in all these contingencies and things, is understanding what your expenses are going to need to be in retirement. This is the, the one of the top questions that people ask, myself and all of our advisors, uh, you know, how do I know what I'm going to need to spend? What am I saving towards? What am I saving, you know, away from? That type of scenario. And, and here's the sort of the back of the envelope answer that I want to give everyone this morning, which is you need to ask yourself, are you happy with your current standard of living? Well, most people are going to go, no, I want more, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, 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 yeah, but think about this. If, if you take a look at what comes into your paycheck each pay period. So after taxes, after health care, after all of your deductions, after your 401k contributions, the government TSP, whatever 403b plan, whatever type of contribution you're putting into, after all that money's taken out, what is your net paycheck? Well, let's just suppose your, you know, your net paycheck uh, is, is $2,000 per pay, 26 times a year. That's, that, that's netting $52,000, and, and that's what you're living on right now. It's your net paycheck. That's the number that you need to be shooting towards, towards your financial plan. That's how you sort of take a look at encompassing it. Now you've got all the surveys out there that say, oh, you only need 80% of it, 70% of it, and all that kind of stuff. Well, why don't we start off with let's getting 100% of it and see where we are. That's the way you sort of have to bake into the math in your financial plan. And so many people avoid, or they don't, I don't, I don't want to say avoid, that's the wrong question. So many people basically don't know to ask that question they they don't understand how to ask that question how to back into that question and that's one of the first things that we'll do so go go visit our website larryrosenthal.com click on the the video on the first page there and it will explain some of that to you that'll demonstrate to you how a financial plan actually works so of course i know we got to take a quick break let's open up the phone lines for any of your financial planning calls if you have questions on on investment strategies etfs stocks mutual funds whatever it may be estate planning retirement planning give us a call at 855 rose 123 that's 855 767 you listen to making money since i'm larry rosenthal we'll be back in a moment Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul With a corncob pipe and a button nose And two eyes made out of coal You are listening to Making Money Sense Live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense and here's another Money Minute with Larry Rosenthal. Proper financial planning starts with a firm foundation. Don't jump up to the third rung of the ladder when you're trying to climb to the top of the roof. Make sure your insurance is aligned properly. Make sure you have the right types of homeowners, auto, umbrella, disability, long-term care, life insurance, just to name a few. Financial planning starts with a firm foundation, and that foundation is your insurance. Then take a look at your cash flow. 
Are you able to save money? Save it in the proper places. Retirement planning, traditional IRAs, traditional 401k plans, Roth IRAs. Make sure that the dollars are actually working for you towards your investment objectives. Look at Frosty go. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show. I know that's one of your favorite songs, Larry. I like Frosty. <laughs> yep. I do too. Frosty's my man. He is. 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE123. have some lines available for you if you'd like to talk to Larry Rosenthal here in the studio. Larry? So let's just pivot here, Chris, and talk a little bit more about what's important to people. What's important about money? You know, have you stopped and asked that question, what's important to you about your estate planning? You know, when, when, you, when you unpack the three different phases of financial planning, accumulation phase, then the distribution phase, and then the legacy phase, what's important to you about the legacy phase, about the estate planning? Have you sat down and really analyzed from, from a tax perspective who is, who's going to get what, when, and how, right? Um, I was working with someone recently, and they were saying, well, this, this pile of money, they had, a, they had an IRA, and they were saying, you know, this money, I'm not going to use it all. I want it to be invested. I'm going to pass it on to my grandkids. So, so there you have someone. Let's, let's, let's stop and think about this from an from a allocation standpoint of understanding the, the, the goal of each account of of each investment account that you sorry about that I got my tongue tied there a little bit but what's the goal of each investment account people should be able to look at <clears throat> each investment account and identify what the uh, the reaching objective the reaching goal is for that money you know and so <clears throat> they were simply explaining to me you know this IRA here is going to go to my grandkids you know now this this person was in her 60s and and I looked at the allocations and I said, well, is it invested according to your age time frame or is it invested according to your grandchildren's age and time frame? How is it set up right now? And she realized, you know, this is this is set up for my age, for my needs. And she 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 was blessed and had plenty of other resources, but she wanted this this account to go to her grandkids. So we started talking about making sure that you understand or, or making or, or looking at making some, some small changes in the account to align the investment objectives more appropriately for the grandchildren because they have a longer length of time. Does that make sense, Chris? Oh, yeah, no doubt. So oftentimes people will have what we call diversification instead of diversification. A lot of the different accounts behind the scenes are invested in the same positions versus having proper diversification. And and so it's very important to really break down, if you will, how the different investments are aligned and take a look at the different types, the asset allocations, where the money is invested, 
the product allocation, what types of tools are you using to deliver the returns on a risk-adjusted basis that you need? You know, mutual funds, individual stocks, annuities, bonds, ETFs, ETNs, closed-end mutual funds versus open-end mutual funds, all different scenarios there. Uh, and then take a look at the tax allocation as well. We've talked before on the show, and I've talked on television and, and, and in seminars and stuff about the four different tax lenses that the IRS views our money through. So what's important to you is the question today. What is important to you about money? Is money managing you or are you managing the money? You know, let's take a look at whose money it is, as, 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 as we've spoken about on the show many, many times. It's the Lord's money. Our charge with it is to be good stewards. So, so how do you want to break down the estate planning section of things? You have two piles of money when it comes to the legacy planning, the estate planning. You have, you have money that's, that's never been taxed before, that's coming from retirement plans. And then you have money that's after tax. How are those dollars going to be distributed to your heirs and charities? What's the best formula for that to happen? Do you need to say, oh, well, this, this, this child here needs to you know, sort of be protected a little bit. Maybe I need to have a trust for this person, whereas somebody else doesn't need it. You can pass it directly on to him or her. So lots of consideration when it, when it comes to that. I have, a, I have a packet that we've sent out many, many times to people. It's called the Basics in Estate Planning. If you'd like to get that, go visit our website, LarryRosenthal.com, and shoot us off an email. We'll be happy to send it out to you. And it steps through how to avoid probate, how to minimize taxes, the difference on your beneficiary forms between per stirpes and per capita, um, just all different ways to minimize tax exposure. It talks about the basics in, in revocable living trust. Do you need a trust? How does the will work? Um, all different things. So if you want to get that packet, go visit the website, LarryRosenthal.com, and we'll be happy to send it off to you. Just shoot us off an email, and we'll get it out to you this coming week. You know, Larry, um, I, was, uh, I was actually just uh, talking to, with some family over the holidays, and you know, there was some discussion about what per therapies and per capita meant, and, and basically you know, bloodline protection and how that all works. Because that is actually a concern for many people, is they want to kind of protect that I mean, due to divorce or you know, what could happen and does happen, unfortunately, in our lives, it's always kind of a good idea to be able to understand that and have the money go where you want it to go. So can you kind of break that per therapies and per capita down and what that means? Sure. It's very, it's very simple. On a beneficiary form, Chris, if, if you don't make any, any – any, well, let's put it this way. On a beneficiary form, the, the default is per capita. So, so let's pretend that you have, you have three children, okay? And, or, or just make, make it simple, two children. You have two children, and you say, all right, 50% is going to go to each child, right? So, so now what happens if you pass? 50% goes to one child, 50% goes to another child. Pretty simple. But now what happens if one of your children passes before you, and then you pass on a per capita beneficiary form, 100% of the money is going to go to the surviving child, nothing to the deceased child's children. Versus if it was per stirpes, now if one of your children passes before you and then you pass, 50% of the money is going to go to the deceased child's line, if you will, and 50% will go to the surviving child. So it goes to the root. It goes down that bloodline. See what I mean? Yeah, so, and that's default, right? That's <laughs> going to happen every time. 
No, that's per stirpes. Oh, Default okay. will not happen every time. Oh, Default, gotcha. it will go to the generational line. That's it. Okay. Per stirpes will follow it all the way down. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, so you know, when when and I was just teaching a seminar a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about this very subject actually, in the seminar, and and people don't understand this, and people overlook it all the time, and this is how you accidentally disinherit uh, grandchildren sometimes, uh, without even knowing about it, and and so when you fill it, you take a look at your beneficiary forms. Here's the exercise. Go back and pull out your beneficiary forms and review your beneficiary forms and find out if they're per capita or per stirpes. Again, if you'd like some information on that, it, it's in the basics of a state planning kit that I've sent out tons and tons of times to people all over the place. Uh, go visit our website, LarryRosenthal.com, and we'll be happy to send this information out to you. And it's just the little checklist things of how to check out your beneficiary form. It's very important. As you can, as you can pretty much see here. Chris. A lot of this is done online anymore. I know. When I was just looking at my life insurance policy the other day, and I was kind of looking at the, how that th- how that went down. I don't ever remember seeing per stirpes or per capita, but I did remember seeing how you could, you know, add other individuals or or take people off. Um, I'm guessing that uh, that would have to be an instruction that you usually give to an an, an agent over the phone, because I don't remember seeing that on the on the online form. Maybe it was there. I don't know. You need to you need to call basically and and check that out because um, it, it could just be an old old style you know in in, in uh, beneficiary form. Gotcha. Now in that case right there you would you 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 definitely need to call and ask how this plays out. Is this per capita per stirpes? Because if you try to name a grandchild onto that form as a primary beneficiary, then that grandchild's going to get a piece of that mm-hmm. at, at at the first you know the first level of distribution so you need to you need to pull that form down and really check it out i will do that i can help you with it i know somebody can help you with it i know somebody too (laughs) and he's really good (laughs) so yeah but you know getting back onto the subject here of of what's important to you about money you know as we're rolling into the holidays and things and and uh is how about charitable giving you know the the scriptures are filled with with uh you know how sort of the God's kingdom works with money, you know. Um, you know, God, God doesn't want anything be between him and us, and, and unfortunately money comes into it. And, and take a look at charitable giving. You know, as, as a nation, we, we, we tend to give the most on, on the planet, which is wonderful. Uh, but, you know, there's lots of different ways. The tax code is very friendly when it comes – what did I just say, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> when, when it comes to charitable giving, okay? The tax code has friendly pieces of it, I should say, when it comes to charitable giving, right? Um, which which uh, uh, take a look at it. We've talked uh, recently here about donor-advised funds. I always talk about donor-advised funds at the end of the year. This is for people that want to make a donation, get a charitable donation this tax season, but they don't – but they haven't figured out which charity they want to put the money into yet. Well, who do I want to designate it to? I don't know, but I want to get a donation this year. So you can just open up a, a donor-advised fund um, uh, and, and put it right in there, and the mutual fund will keep track of it. And when you're ready, whether it's next year or this year or years down the road, uh, the money will be in the mutual fund growing for you uh, at the rate of whatever it performs at. But at the same time, you don't have to make a, a decision on who you want to receive that money, what charity you want to receive that money. Uh, you can do it down the road, and the, and the mutual fund company will keep track of it all for you. It's a pretty good thing. You know, Larry, I, I actually, when I'm thinking about charitable giving and when I give, I, I always find that I can't outgive God. You know, you can't do it. For whatever reason, it seems to come back to me. 
you know, in one way or another, a blessing of some sort. You just can't outgive God, you know. That's a wonderful thing, yeah. And, and but you have to also understand that it's you know not the prosperity gospel. Either. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, but I, mean, wanna, I don't mean don't money always. Down. It's not always right. money that you get those returns from. But you do Correct. get blessings in the form of you know increased blessings relationships and staying in God's will and yep. staying in God's will. Sure, yep. Amen. I, like I agree, one hundred percent. So very, very, very good. Yeah. Um, so hey, again, go to the website LarryRosenthal.com. As we're winding down here in a few minutes on this uh, Thanksgiving weekend, I want to wish everybody a, a very good continued Thanksgiving weekend as we roll into the holiday season uh, for everyone also. But go visit our website, LarryRosenthal.com. Take the Return on Life survey, the Return on Life survey button there, and it'll sort of ask you some of these questions that we're talking about. What's important to you about this, that, and the other when it comes down to how you're managing your assets and what you're really shooting toward uh, again, make sure that you have the right amount of insurance in place, the, the right amount of homeowners, auto, umbrella policies, uh, life insurance, disability insurance, all these different types of insurance programs in place. You talk As about we, paycheck insurance a lot. Uh, I've heard you say some things Disability about insurance. Yep, disability yeah. insurance, Chris, is paycheck insurance. You know, think about this. If you become sick or injured and you're unable to work, where is your money going to come from after you use your sick leave and things like that? You know, paycheck insurance or disability insurance is really the only insurance that pays you. Every other type of insurance pays somebody else, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> and it's the most under-purchased type of insurance policy that there is it's out there. It's not that much money either, is it, really? You know, in the scheme of things, it depends. You can get some, some pretty big policies that are, that are expensive uh, on it. But, but when you look at the amount of money that you're insuring, you're insuring your livelihood and things of that nature – so it's really not on a percentage basis when you when you when you boil it down, and a lot of people will have money, you know, or not money. But a lot of people have policies in through their group insurance, both short-term and long-term disability. You can get a supplemental that'll cover taxes on it as well. So lots of different things to really take a good look at it. If you want, you can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and request the financial planning toolkit. We got all kinds of things today, Chris. We've got the basics in estate planning that people can request. We've got the financial planning toolkit. Kit that people can 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 request, as well as a couple of uh, videos there on the front page at LarryRosenthal.com that demonstrates how a financial plan should look. I want you to take a look at that and make sure you're talking with your advisor. Make sure you're on pace to accomplish your retirement plans, as well as like us and follow us on Facebook. We'll be happy to send you out information. We don't we won't uh, send out too much. We're, we don't like to. You know, we want to be a, an educational resource for you. We don't want to just overwhelm you with with information. So we'll send something out once a week or so like can, that. Can you I, talk in the, in the closing minutes or about the uh, return on life a little bit more in depth? Uh, what is that all about? What does that mean? Sure. So, so, so think about return on life. You know, you've seen people that are always tethered to their uh, to their phone, and and they're just working constantly. You know, what kind of return are you getting on this? Now, some jobs require that these days. I get that and understand that, but make sure you're you're carving off enough time for you, carving off enough time to to for your family to serve the Lord. You know, different things like that. So it takes you through sort of the return on life. You know, are you happy with, with where you are with your occupation? Are you happy with your vacation time each year? Are you happy with all these things? Those types of concepts, let me tell you, those types of concepts and questions can be dropped into a financial plan for you. You know, oftentimes people come into the office, they're speaking with us, and they're saying, you know, hey, I, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to do that, and that's fine. 
but they're focused so much on on I need to save, 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 save. Yeah, I understand this. You need to save money, right? I get that and understand it. But we also have to to realize that we need to put money back into, you know, our families, into the Lord, into the economy, and all that. And it's about what what good is it going to do to to end? You know, I was speaking with someone not too long ago, just just recently, and they were talking about getting getting a a pool in their backyard, and they were trying to weigh the the concept of saying, you know, well, if I don't get the pool. I'll have all this extra money, but buying the pool, I proved to them that it's not going to change your lifestyle in retirement years because they have blessings in other areas, but it's going to enable them to have a, a backyard where all the kids come and play and things like that, and that was more important to them about the money. So, hey, check out our website, LarryRosenthal.com. For Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful rest of the Thanksgiving weekend. We'll be back next Saturday with another.